Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, and Lynn is not here today. So I uh, asked a dear friend of mine to come down and sit in in her absence. Lynn is vacationing at uh, Key, um, I was going to say Key West, at Cape May for a couple days with her um, high, her uh, college roommates. And so she's off today. So Miss Deb Peterson has graciously joined in Lynn's absence to talk a little bit about everything and the culture, all cultural, everything cultural center. So, Deb, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Lauren. It's a pleasure to be here. And really, nobody sits in for Lynn, but I'm no, thrilled to be here. No, that's why I didn't even put you in her seat. Did <laughs> right. you notice? I noticed that. Uh-huh. Yeah, there we go. So, <clears throat> anyway, Deb, um, what the heck is going on? So much is going on at the X Grant and Cultural Center. We have been so busy. This has been, we started our season and we're like off and running and there's three and four events going on a day during the weekend and it's so exciting. We just finished a week ago with the Fringe Festival and then our big fundraiser and now we're moving into um, coming up real soon is the return of the menu on Monday, October 9th and we're going to be featuring the, the wonderful culinary talents of Slocum Hollow restaurant and bar and they came on the menu last year for the first time and people loved it so we're looking to have a good crowd we're hope you know people should come on out because it's a very inexpensive evening and it starts at um, the door opens at six and the program starts at seven and you know opens at six for cocktail hour and it's really a fun time really fun time we, we get people get to learn a little bit about the food that's being prepared and some of the ingredients and maybe they can even walk home and try to go home and try to duplicate some of those things themselves and it's just a fun interactive audience we get the audience involved and it's just a lot of fun it um it's one of those things where excuse me um it's it's um I think, and you're twisting it. Are you going to stick? Are you twisting that little end of it? Or we're going to twist it up, and I'm not sure if we're quite ready for the first one. But we are definitely going to be making some changes, twisting it up a little bit, getting Where a little bit more. We have people actually making comments, mm-hmm. like um, they do on the Today Show right. when they do these, and the, the people are sitting eating while sitting this is happening. Other than you do give the audience a treat as Absolutely. well, a tasting of everything. Absolutely. So it's really nice. So Deb, how much does that cost? When it they cost twelve dollars to come in and you don't need a reservation you can just show up that night it's It's on monday evenings right they're always on a monday we do seven of them a year so we're going to be doing for the next seven months and um it's always a new restaurant and the restaurants are donating their time and and the food food items Uh so we're so grateful to them very grateful to them to do this but it's also good advertising for them 
Uh-huh. Especially like some of the newer restaurants that are trying to get a little bit of notoriety and, and people trying to develop an audience for themselves or customers for themselves. Well, what's good about it, as you're saying, is that you get the people, and you get on average, say between 50, 70. Yeah, yeah, 50, like to 70. 50 to 70 people a, week, uh, a, a month. And it's good because some people may not want to go and say, okay, I want to uh, and order a whole meal because they're not sure if they're going to like it. So going for a little sampling of this is kind of worth it to the to the people and to the restaurant because it's a way of getting them in and and like you said introducing the 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 customer to what the restaurant has to offer absolutely and many of the people walk away very satisfied they felt that that was really a good tasting absolutely. i really feel very satisfied with what they had to eat and then you have a cash bar available cash right bar. Mm-hmm. and then deb a lot of the people from the um restaurants from um evening of fine food and wine participate in this too don't they yes they do yes which we. is really a good thing right. because we. as you're saying just like fine food and wine these people are bringing their own product as an in-kind service Absolutely. to you guys. And it's a major, it's a major contribution on, on their behalf, but also it's great exposure for them. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a win-win for both parties. Yeah. And so what else is happening? That's, that's what date is, which date October is? October 9th. Is okay. It, so it's first, this coming is Monday. It, it, it's this coming Monday. It's, it happens to be a holiday, but you know what? If people are off, they could end their day and have fun with us mm-hmm. at the cultural center that night. We're starting something new on Tuesday. So the very next day on October 10th, we're going to be doing the, um, it's called the Underground Microphone. Mm-hmm. I love that. So name. I talked to you a little bit about that. Isn't that a great name? Mm-hmm. So how who came up with that name? Was it actually it was it was a brainstorming session we had at a staff meeting, and it was actually I think Camille Renicky who came up with the name Underground Microphone. Okay. All right, that's really neat. So in light of the, as you can probably imagine, Underground Microphone, tell everybody what it is and what you expect to accomplish doing it. It's going to be, take place down in the hood room. That's why we're calling it the Underground in the hood. Microphone. In the hood, the Raymond Hood Room, and um, and it's in the lower level of the Scranton Cultural Center, and it's going to be kind of like an open mic, and it's going to be hosted by Lily Mayapowski. She goes by Lily Mayo now, and she's been successful in getting artists to come in and play, perform. It's going to be, you know, comedy. It could be a little bit of a an acting trio. It could be a, a performance, poetry. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. Singing, music, music band. It could be <clears throat> a, a larger band to something, just a, a duet or a trio. But it's something that we're trying new at the Cultural Center. It's exposing a whole new demographic to what we have to offer. We're utilizing the Raymond Hood Room, so it's going to be a bar and we're going to have a, a good time. There's not going to be any any cover charge to come in, but there will be a cash bar available. Yeah. yeah. And so that's going to how is that once a month, Deb? Or how no, we're going to be doing it every oh, Tuesday. We're going to test. Oh, we're going to test the waters for a couple of months and see how it goes. We actually have artists <clears throat> lined up for the next couple of months. Well, because Deb, what artist, which artist would not like the opportunity to present themselves in a venue such as the Cultural Center in whatever capacity, whichever room, and have them? let people get to know who they are because that's how everybody starts it's a it's a i think it's great exposure for them it's it helps them not only hone their skills but to develop and cultivate an audience and so what's the what are the hours that that'll be the hours are six to eight okay and every tuesday live music comedy do we know who's going to be the first one by any chance yet no 
but it's all set up for it's the all next set up I, I, okay. I think we do we do have the, we, we know have the first it. i just i yeah. should have we sh you know when next time we'll talk about yeah, it because we should have brought it i should have said to i should have asked um who's running that camille or rachel or all of them or who's in charge actually maria is maria is so i'll get a list of it and you know what we'll even try to announce it that would be wonderful then on a weekly basis if we could so they get a little pop on that that's too. great but lily getting back to lily who we absolutely love and adore she's adorable she is the child of wendy wilson and bernie mayapolsky and she is so much she's like a mini me to her mother isn't she, she is she definitely is uh, a mini me <laughs> she's beautiful as, as beautiful as her mother talented and she's just the sweetest kid Very. absolutely and she took this on and, and she's on. running with it and she's doing it as a volunteer and she's having a grand time and she's uh -huh. and she's really reaching the demographic that we would really like to bring into the cultural center because some of the the, the younger folks haven't really been there they may have been there for a concert but they weren't downstairs in the hood room they don't really see what the building has to offer uh -huh. and I think this is a cool way to get started with having this kind of exposure not only for them but for us now deb do you know the history of the hood room because i know you're only there yeah how many years are you there two <laughs> almost right almost oh, i'm there wow. about 21 months yes Ooh. so i can tell you yes because if it, it used to be where where the it was was the old bowling i lanes know it was in a bowling the lower level of the scranton cultural center and um, I think, I don't know if it was during Joanne Framiotti's time or Matt Flint's. I think it was uh, during Matt Flint's. Well, that's when it was finished. I don't okay. know if it started. I, but it was it probably Joanne's idea. I don't remember the, okay. how the whole concept started, but it was a perfect location because when they opened it up... Um, to just that flat wall when you walk downstairs to the um, restrooms on the lower level, it was there was just a big the wall was there, mm -hmm. and then opening it up and the the pull the you know the pocket doors and then the bar the beautiful bar and then it's a great place it's for uh, an event space. I love it. I mean, we had Meyer's 60th birthday right. party there, and it was fabulous outside in the lobby. The you, lobby you is so, so many things and, to and having your music and your food yeah. and and then you add it to the bar space right. it's right. perfect yeah I, I and and i love it because it's convenient to it's convenient to get there it's all handicapped accessible because yes, the is. elevator goes right down you or you could take the steps on either side but that is probably one of my favorite rooms because it's so intimate it i'm is partial just, to that I room as well love, i love having events there i mm -hmm. think they're per, it's perfect and i think that that's what we should let people know too is all of the rooms deb within the cultural center for the most other than the masonic rooms which are still very sacred to yes. the building yes. and um um unable to be used for any rental space but the masons are so wonderful and generous to the they're Scranton wonderful cultural partners center, to the cultural uh, yeah, center they're incredible people we have a great working relationship together and we communicate with each other and we provide reports to them and they respond back and they're very supportive to us yeah when we have a need we'll bring it to their attention and they address it and it, it's wonderful that we have that kind of relationship and it's all right there contained within the building because of course that's where they house their meetings yes and very important meetings where big decisions are made mm -hmm. among their council well after all it was the masonic temple right. first so yes. it, it is so important to note that but the, the fact that you can host an event wh whether it be a wedding or a business event or a private party in all so many of the rooms there from shopland to the shopland lobby to craftsman hall which is an 
I, I love that space, too. Crafts and Hall And I love that space. the cork floor is yes. there, and they used, that used to be the billiard room. Yes. And then um, to the ladies' parlor, to Briggs Hall, to the Casey Library, and then, of course, the Shelton lobby on the, first, on the first level right. and the ballroom, which is incredible right. space for about... To me, at the jazz event, which just happened a couple weeks ago, I, I, it, every time I'm at, at anything that goes on there where I'm not running around doing something, I, when I can sit and be a guest... I never, never take the, t- never not take the time to look up and marvel at what this building, that building truly is, and the stenciling and the, the craftsmanship and it's the woodmanship and the workmanship. It's just unbelievable. It, it is. It, is. it, it could, that building could never be duplicated no, today. It's, so it's that's incredible. why it's so important that we preserve it and take good care of it because yeah. it's certainly a treasure for the community. It's a treasure for Pennsylvania. It truly is. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And Deb, speaking of that, with the remembering to do that, I mean, you will soon be embarking on a your regular annual campaign, which yes. anybody can give. Of course, there's always sponsorship opportunities, always for all of our for programming. all of your programming. Be it children, the menu, uh, fine for anything that you want, you can um, look to help the cultural center out with levels of sponsorship. And um, important to note is your annual campaign, which obviously just as it says that be kicking off soon and whether you receive something in the mail or not you can always make some kind of donation i remember one day somebody we got the sweetest thing and i I, again i want to say when matt was there we got a check from somebody it was a a, an older woman and there was a check in the mail for four dollars and 59 cents or something so sweet that she actually wanted to make a donation but that was what she could afford. And I remember when Matt got it and he said, could you imagine That's that somebody adorable. thought so that much that they, right. and she said, this is all I can afford, but this is what I want to give you. Absolutely. And I mean, those are the things they all add up. It does. It, it really does add up. I mean, we'll take a donation from a dollar to Absolutely. $100,000. I mean, it takes, it takes so it's, it's everything there. It, it because, does. It but takes your campaign will kick off, off for November 1st. November and, 1st. Um, that'll be out in that at that time. But if you're... If Our goal you're, is to raise $60,000 uh-huh. this year. We hope we can do that and we hope we can do more than that and then down the road we're going to be launching a capital campaign mm-hmm. a sustaining campaign that's going to really help us do major renovations to the building and that will be a multi-year campaign and we'll talk a little bit more about that as, as that we get gets, closer yeah. to that date yeah but the annual will be out very soon yes, and that'll be. be that'll be a big thing so we are going to take a quick break we um we have lots more to talk about thanks so you're listening to the laurie and lynn show we'll be right back Here's Lori and Lynn. morning. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. Absent is Lynn Evans because she's vacationing for a little weekend with her college roommates down in the beautiful town of Cape May. Good for her. And so joining me in Lynn's spot is the lovely Miss Deb Moran Peterson. Deb is the executive director of the Scranton Cultural Center as we in our first First uh, segment, we talked much about the center. We will be talking much more about it. Uh, but I want to also talk about a wonderful event um, that happened last Saturday, Deb, the House.
Hospice of the Sacred Heart Remembrance Walk, the second annual. Diane Baldy, um, CEO of Hospice of the Sacred Heart, was here a couple weeks ago. We were talking about the walk. And... Um, we uh, the year before i think we had maybe 350 people mm-hmm. and this year we were the final number was 576 that people, is fantastic you almost was, doubled you almost right doubled. which was that unbelievable so the we, second year second year it was beautiful it was a beautiful day. And it was a beautiful day. Of course, the only day that it had yeah. any rain in days, but it, <laughs> but the sun opened, the clouds opened up and the sun poured down for a while and it was... I knew it would do that. I did too. On the way, uh, on the way back, back there when it was misting, I said, this is going to clear up and sure enough it did. Yeah, it was uh, very special. Um, it's, it always is. The, it's easy. It's a beautiful one mile walk around the, la- the pond. Um, very low key, very thoughtful. And of course, Deb, you know, when those balloons are released, it is so profoundly moving. Right? I mean, we all stood there. So we all weep. It's and so we, symbolic. Uh, yeah, so because you're looking up to heaven, you know. Can I tell you a quick little story? Yeah. I don't know if I told you this, but I would. I had. I had held two balloons. One for my sister. One for my brother-in-law. And of course, when they were released, they separated. Yeah. And then much further away. They kind of intertwined and they found each other. No, they did not. No, they did. That's an absolute true story. I know. That's why I was so emotional. Well, it's a very emotional day, but the balloon release is very cathartic. Yes, it is. Very cathartic. There wasn't a dry eye uh, on the grounds. Really beautiful. I I was standing next to Bill Courtright, and um, he was just, he was... we just, you know, released the balloon and he and I were standing next to each other. You were a little bit down from my right and I was standing next to him on my left and he was so moved and mm-hmm. we're talking to each other with tears in our eyes because I told him that I remember his dad so well when I would walk home uh, High Park Avenue to get home and mm-hmm. he'd sit out on his porch with his feet up on the banister and he would always wave to us and I, I, I said, Bill, I, your father was the sweetest guy and he, he said it no matter how long ago it is, it never gets any easier. Never any easier. Never any easier. And the tears. I mean, it was, but that's, and then uh, right after that, the walk starts and there's just, there's something about the way that whole thing comes together. The work that they do at Hospice of the Sacred Heart and the families that they touch and work with is, it's just unbelievable. And it's all done with such humility and kindness and no ego. No, no. It's all about the event and all about the people who have passed. And that's what's so beautiful about it. I said, I found that so many people when they're there all what they want to do they want to talk about their loved ones they want you to know mm-hmm. who they were and what they you know what they were like and, and they're probably that, displaying the names of their past loved members on yeah. that, and that was important to them and the mural that Catherine mm-hmm. Squoven did from Spirited Art and they everybody signed it and a lot of it was a lot of words this time and last year it was a lot of more objects but this year there was a lot of messages mm-hmm. written and um, t- painted on and mm-hmm. it was it's I just was at the center before I came here, and it was so neat to see it. So it it was truly a wonderful day. Andrew Browns was the um, um, the uh, presenting sponsor, and um, so many other people just jumped on board. And it was, you know, Toyota and the agency and Velocity Abstract and Garrity's and Fidelity Bank and um, People's Security Bank. These people just, you know, stepped right up and took major 
rules um, in giving for this walk. And it's truly, I think, one of the best things. We got great coverage. Um, Stacy Lang was incredible, yeah, wasn't she? In her wonderful words coverage. She was lovely. About her dad. Everybody. Um, so it was it was a but terrific Laura, probably people don't realize that you're the originator of that whole event well i you know what it, it, when you know what deb I, diane i was hired two years ago and diane wanted to do a walk so really she she wanted the walk mm -hmm. but yes i mean my business is hired there and we arrange it but trust me when i tell you that there isn't one person in that organization who is not doing every ounce of work to get that thing to where it is and it's a ton of work well, to you pull see, it off so Every well one of them. You saw so how incredible. A well-oiled machine for mm -hmm. the second year. That's amazing. Yeah. But it's good. Yes, from my standpoint, it's always good to be hired to do something and that you coordinate it and it all works out. But believe me, it's like a well, in two years, it's like a well-oiled machine with these guys and gals at hospice. They do incredible, incredible job with it. So I'm hats off. And to Mansour's uh, for the work they do. I mean, they donate that the food and they just do a wonderful job. And we love it up there. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, so anyway, Deb, tell me what else you have. You have the children's series and you also have, which I think at the most that's coming up soon too, is Thrill the World. Thrill tell everybody the world. a little bit about that. What it is, it's a worldwide smash dance mob smash mob slash mob it's an international dance to thriller to to um michael Thrill, jackson's yes, thriller, thriller. Mm -hmm. and um and actually we start with lessons so we have lessons starting this week and we have lessons once a week if people want to join it's it's 15 and 20 dollars depending on the age and they get free lessons to learn to dance and the dance is a lot of fun and we have anywhere from 150 to 200 people in front of the scranton cultural center on October 28th, exactly at 6 o'clock, it has to coordinate with everybody else during this this Eastern Standard Time. Uh -huh. All dancing at the same time, and it, it must be, I wish it's I could be across the world. It's, it's across a worldwide, the world. Uh, it's worldwide. Thing where everybody, and it lasts, what, uh, three minutes, minutes, four minutes, yeah. and you're done. Yeah. It, it actually, it lasts the length of the song. Right. But, but it is so much fun. People come dressed up. I know. You I have I, people of amazing. all ages. You have young kids to, to, to their grandmas participating in it. The dance looks like, looks like it's complicated but it's not and it's actually a fundraiser for the cultural center and as rachel Franduti, your uh, rachel Franduti, yes. PR, uh, uh coordinator she said i'm not a dancer so if i can do it anybody can do it remember she <laughs> that's right the whole yeah, activity so. starts on october 20th starting at five but the dance will be at 6 p.m so it starts on the 28th of october on and that's of october. that is the day they do it everywhere everywhere oh everywhere and if anybody's interested to um register they can do that to Today at thrillscranton.com. Today at thrillscranton.com. And again, Rachel Franduti is the person who's really in charge and put this whole thing together over the last two years. And she's doing a great job with it. And it's a lot of fun. So we hope that it will grow. But it's quite the sight to see. I it know. really I, is. I, Even if you I, just want to come and see it, it's I fun. couldn't. And you know, people were so dressed that there was a friend of mine did it with her daughter. I didn't even know it was her. Oh, because you didn't she recognize her. No, because she had the, her makeup on. Yeah. And it was uh, a lot of fun. And so. you have to register to do this. So that if we're the first to register to do this, somebody else in the 
area can't. So that's why we're always the one that has been doing it for the mm -hmm. last couple of years. Yeah. I think we've been doing it for four years now. It is. It's, it's a great event, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And then you have your children's series, which always, and, the, and Deb, I think, too, please talk a little bit, too, about the Franklin Institute, how, or this Franklin Institute series, how that works, and that's just grown and grown and grown. That's it, unbelievable. It really has. Uh, last year, we always, we do the Franklin Institute series, and we're able to fund that in part through our EITC funding, right. which is very important, that businesses donate back to the Cultural Center because as an approved educational improvement program, the Franklin Institute falls under that. So we invite schools throughout the entire region, region. Mm -hmm. to come to the come to the Cultural Center. Last year, I think we served for 1,500 children. Yep. And we have, it, it's usually always in the first week of May. It will be in the first week of May this year. And there will be seven shows in total, mm -hmm. including a Friday show and an afternoon show. So there'll be seven shows in total. And it's going to be fantastic. It comes right from the Franklin Institute. It's the Traveling Science Museum. And it's educational. It's interactive. The kids get pulled up on stage. It takes place in Shopping Hall, our beautiful Shopping Hall up on the fourth floor. And it's it's really magical. The kids love it. And I love the the collaboration between the actual Franklin Institute in Philadelphia and the Scranton Cultural Center. It's perfect. It is. It is. It's a perfect tie-in. I, yeah, just, I, I just love, love it. it. And you know what, too? I think we were able to get the name of the artist uh, for your underground yes, microphone, we do. right? We do for have Tuesday, them. who yes. it is. For, for our, first, our first underground microphone with Lily is our, she's going to be singing and playing her guitar. And Angela Petrilla will be doing comedy. And Daryl Schneitzer will be doing poetry. And Elosa Vibez, I hope I'm saying that correctly, will be doing music. I love so it. So we're going to have four different events going on in that evening within that two-hour time frame. So, yeah, that's wonderful. Good. That's good. Say them again, Deb. Lily Mayapolsky will be doing her music. Lily Mayo, as she goes by. Angelia Petrillo, comedy. Daryl Schneitzer, poetry. And Elosa Vibez, music. Perfect. There we go. That's great. So the back to the... Um, um, the Franklin Institute, that'll be May. That is all school groups. Mm -hmm. And then you have your children's series. We have which, four with wonderful interactive, we have four, um, interactive professional um, acting troops coming to the Cultural Center to perform. And they also interact with the children. And prior to that, we do the Wiggles and Giggles Workshop, which is a, a craft that's associated to the theme of the, of the program. And it, it's just a, a wonderful thing to see. And we're going to be kicking that off. We're going to be doing it throughout the season. We're going to be doing four in total. But we'll be kicking that off from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweller. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do you remember reading that? No, I okay, don't. Okay, did you read that to your kids? No. That's going to be on November 3rd at 6 p.m. at the and it's going to be from Arts Power Touring Company in production and these children series are made possible as you mentioned earlier through sponsors yes Garrity's is a sponsor because they believe in these children's programs they believe in the Wiggles and Giggles workshop so we're very grateful to them sponsoring this program again this year and I have to say speaking of Garrity's Joyce Fazula owner of Garrity's supermarkets who is an incredible woman and in just on her own however she totally so believes in what the cultural center does and 
and loves that children's series and loves, loves, loves the Wiggles and Giggles because her grandchildren she used to take in the mornings because they started, what, 11 o'clock, yes. I think, and then the sh- immediately after is the show right. at 1, right? right? So she absolutely loves it. And when you get someone who really loves and believes in it, and then they also say, hey, on top of that, I'm going to sponsor this because I believe in it. That's the co- This is what our community does and does so well. Even though her, her grandchildren aren't participating no. in it, but she realizes the value Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Right. But even with the Wells Fargo, remember when that woman, because she did something with camp, she turned around and, and she went and back she, to her company and, and they asked supported they us. Spot, yeah. And, and, and in turn, um, their contribution from Wells Fargo was $7,500. That was, we were able to scholarship so many children throughout our camp this because past of that donation because and that's that donation. the other thing the camp has a cost to it so if the sponsorship money comes in you're then able to sponsor kids and give them scholarship of someone who may not be able to afford it so they can come to this wonderful um arts camp that you do on a yearly basis that's and right. it's year round now right deb for the most part y- yes we do an after school program yeah. and we're doing uh we're doing two productions um live productions youth productions we're going to be doing school of rock the musical December 8th at 7 p.m. and December 9th at 2 and 7 p.m. and we're starting we're starting the rehearsals for that right now I, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, so, so last year we served three thousand children be, between in our camp? Ad, no throughout the whole season. Really well, throughout that's the whole wonderful. season between camp and our after school program and our our youth productions and the children's series and our free movies. We do free movies once it. a month. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot that we do that's family friendly and there's a lot that doesn't have a cost to it like our free movies. And not even just the families, but what about what you do for the friends of the poor and the family to family gift get basket giveaway those are coming up next month next and month. that's open you give you donate the space and give to these two nonprofits mm-hmm. so that families can have a beautiful thanksgiving yes, and, and it's all do. in a nice clean wonderful place like the scranton cultural Center. and that's a wonderful partnership we have with right. friends of the poor they're wonderful to us and they're very grateful uh, working together with us at the cultural center they're very grateful every year that is something that's very special very very special deb um how so after this children's series how many more are there how many more shows be three more. We're doing four four of the children, the professional, either Arts Powers or another organization. We're going to be doing four in total. Okay, and you know what's also important? You talked about EITC funding very quickly. If you're a company out there who has the ability to give EITC funds to a nonprofit, the Cultural Center is a accepted position and um, they're able to do that and it goes directly towards education for children in this community and as you heard Deb saying, there isn't anything that they don't do and who they don't serve it's 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 amazing so think about that if you have any um if you have that ability think about the cultural center because it makes a big difference to tons and tons of children in in our community so we are going to take a very quick break deb deb thanks for sitting in for lynn oh laurie i had a wonderful time thank, thank you, so you very much. much and so support the cultural center and then next we have the lovely nisha aurora who is general counsel for era one source we'll be right back you're listening to the laurie and lynn show Here's Lori and Lynn. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and I am Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And as I said earlier, Miss Lynn Evans is off today, so I have the company of uh, I have the pleasure of the company, and I often do of beautiful women in this in this uh, 
um, studio today. And, of course, as I said, our next up was Miss Nisha Aurora, who is general counsel for ERA One Source Realty. Uh, ERA has, oh, almost about 100 agents, uh, seven offices in 10 counties. Yep. Or as I say, Nisha, 10,000 agents, <laughs> 50 million counties, and how many uh, offices? But anyway, Nisha's here. We're talking a little real estate as we do once a month. And welcome, Nisha. Thanks, Lori. Did you miss Lynn? I miss Lynn. Okay. Well, yeah. Here's what I say. Too bad about her. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's off visiting her college, a uh, few of her college roommates. They're at the shore for a couple of days. So oh, little, that's um, nice. Late summer, early fall, little yeah. big getaway, which is good. I do that with my college roommates, but we do it um, uh, on Valentine's Day. You do? Yeah. Every what We do go mean? away for val- the weekend, like either right before or right, right after, after Valentine's Day. Yeah, where we do you go? We go um, to New York City or we'll go to, we'll do like a little long how, weekend how trip. How Valentine's Day? Because it started out when we graduated from college, we were all single and we just had nothing to do. I think Valentine's Day was on a Saturday and so we just made it. So you were sick of that for mm-hmm. couples and said, screw it, we're yep. doing it with the gals? We did a spa weekend and we booked a nice table for ourselves at a romantic sushi restaurant and we were the loud table of girls. I love it. On, on date, I love everyone, it. it was date night at the restaurant. So. I love it. Yeah, so we had a fun time. So you do it every year, mm-hmm. or you try to? Yeah, we try to do a, a college roommate weekend right around then every year. Where'd you go? Georgetown. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, town DC. I don't know, Nish. You're such a slacker getting into Georgetown. I don't know. I don't know. I love I, that. I love that campus. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is so. It's like because you kind of go up that hill and you mm-hmm. over. You, you feel like you're. It, it, it does it have its own it doesn't have its own uh, zip code though does it I mean it's a big space no it's a DC because yeah. it's an offshoot Northwest of zip yeah. code it's Northwest unbelievable two zero zero one two it's it's a great great school yeah and that's it's fun. beautiful absolutely I mm-hmm. I was only there once well twice um, my both of my boys wanted to go and see it so we went on the old you know ca- campus tour well, and you it's should beautiful. go on a road trip and go down there for a weekend and well, stay in DC. I love D.C. And Sean's there. Actually, my son Tommy is visiting from California. He's in D.C. this week. Yeah. uh, Weekend, too. Is he working down there? No. Well, Sean works down in... He works in D.C. Yeah. But Tommy works in California. Yeah. So he's just visiting? He's just in for a couple days. He just started a new job. He left Apple. Um, He left Apple? Yeah. I said, Tommy, here's what what I said, Tommy, who the hell leaves Apple? And he goes, Mom, plenty of people. I said, okay. So, yes, because it was a, in all honesty, he lives in California, or in San Francisco, Apples and Cupertino. Mm -hmm. So, we used to do a four-hour commute. It's far. Two hours each way, and it was a big you-know-what. And he got a job um, at a a consulting company, which is what he wanted to do Mm -hmm. anyway. And he's very happy. It's a 21-year-old company, and it's called Procurability. And he is a consultant with them, and he's starting the middle of October. Lovely. And he's very happy. I think Um, he will like that, too, because, I mean, since you're his mother, I'm assuming his personality is kind of outgoing like you. Well, yes, they both have a... a, a, (laughs) way about them. Tommy's a little more laid back and but a lot of his way is like me like yeah. his sarcasm and yeah. his laugh and his jokes and so consulting won't be yeah. a good Oh yeah, he uh, loves good it. fit for him. Yes, then. he's very happy. All um, my friends so. who do who are in consulting 
really like it until they get married and have had kids. And yeah, then well. they didn't like the traveling part of it. Yeah. But and this else. place is headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida, so he can really live wherever he ever. wants. Yeah. So we'll see what, because I want him back on the East Coast. You might get some more East Coast I visits said, regardless. please come back to the East Coast. Yeah, my mom's dealing with that because my brother moved to Dallas. Yeah. And he's working for a really cool company called Topgolf, um, which, and I guess he's like inside procurement there. So, um, fellow, another sibling joined the real estate industry, but he was in finance and he left and they do, it's, it's really cool. They have indoor golf ranges. Wasn't so he with Goldman for a long time? Yeah. He was the Goldman's axe, yeah. Barclays and he left the kind of decided to take a little branch take out and try something yeah. new. Yeah. Take a plunge. I should Which say. Which is good. <laughs> Um, and he loves it there? He loves it, how yeah. How does his wife... How uh, she still lives in it? New York, so... Oh, she does? Okay. They're so deciding. They're well, deciding okay. what to do. You know, listen, absence makes the heart grow fine. Right, and they've been dating since they were 16, Young, right? so yeah. I don't, I don't think... I think they'll survive. I remember um, when we went to their wedding, Nisha, the the, one, the wedding before the wedding, the whatever that's the engagement called. engagement party? No, no, no. Oh, no, the Sangeet. Yeah, at the Radisson. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I got one of those hennas on my arm. Yeah. It's fun, right? That was absolutely beautiful. And, we, what, and to see a different culture and to see how it's all put mm -hmm. together was unbelievable. We had we were just in Long Island for my cousin's wedding um, at Ohika Castle, which is beautiful. If you've never been out there, mm -hmm. it's like one of the largest private residences in the United States. And they turned it into this hotel and event space now. Um, so she, it was a big, fat Indian wedding, and it was fun. Did we have fun? I think I ate Don't my like weight. Indian weddings go on for like days? Yeah. And is there always a horse involved? A horse. If it's traditional, right? Yeah. So um, if you're having a North Indian wedding, there's a horse or an elephant or now oh in India. God. They've been tending to go a little bit more over the top and arriving in Ferraris and helicopters <sighs> instead of the horse because... Well, why? Well, the horse is special and different and here in America oh, okay. because... You know yeah, what I mean? But, but there is some sort of yeah. like commonplace. So the horse, everyone comes in on a horse, right? <laughs> so they try to do something different. Oh, man. One groom, I read an article where he came in on, they did um, like little glider planes. Now, Nisha, is 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 it still very commonplace for arranged marriages mm -hmm. in the Indian, mostly though in India? Or does it a lot happen here in the United you know, States? No, it happens here too. Really? Just as you've seen an increase in online dating amongst, like, everyone yeah. online dates, um, there's a lot of Indian dating websites, too, and they're just geared towards finding a husband and or is, a wife. And is it to keep the bloodline, to keep it one? No. What I is think it's it just wealth or what? Well, Indians tend to, you know, you want someone who's going to be culturally compatible with okay. you. And so it's... I don't know. I guess, you know, I'm lucky my sisters-in-law both embrace Indian culture, so it's never a big deal. Because neither of them are Indian. Mm -hmm. One's Italian and one's Irish, yeah. right? So um, <clears throat> they both love Indian food, and, of course, they like, you know, Indian clothes because they're nice and sparkly. Yes, I love them, too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just... Like the same way there's J-Date or Christian Mingle or okay, Farmers so Only. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I think oh. it's just you tend to flock to where you have things in common. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, my cousin, well, this cousin who got married did not have an arranged marriage. This was her high school sweetheart. So they actually dated for 10 years or no longer. He's not Indian? He's Indian. Okay. Yeah. Um, they were... Uh, 
want to but they liked each other anyway right there was no arrangement had to no um but i think if my aunt had picked like it could have picked a spouse for her daughter like she couldn't have picked anyone better one yeah Yeah, right yeah um but my cousins who are there my other cousins who were raised in india and came here for college and grad school they both had arranged marriages and they're, I mean, one is my age, she's 36, and the other one is 32, maybe? Could you do it? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. They're happy. I mean, they're, and their husbands yeah, are lovely see, people. Yeah. I um, mean, my mom had an arranged marriage, and she's they're still married. I, and, then the, and they are the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. I told you, didn't I, that I said not, he doesn't really look like your father, but the woman does. You know, um, Raja's parents on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That's your mother. I, every time I see her, I think of your mother. Now, he doesn't look like your father, but that's who they remind me of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, there's um, that show on, I think it's Netflix, The Master of None, that Aziz Ansari. He's an Indian comedian. He, yeah. He'll like that, yeah, too. He's really he'll, funny. Um, so that show, he had his actual real-life parents play oh, his man. parents in the show. And it's all about dating and, like, being... Um, and the child of immigrants like growing up in America. So my brothers and I love that show because it's like our childhood. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. So speaking of, uh, we got way off track, but that's okay because it's always good to bring it back because your mother, when did she um, come to the United States? She came here in 1979. And then her business has been going since what, like 1999 or something? Or? Um, 1999 was when she opened up her own company mm-hmm. because I was on my way to Georgetown. There you go. Yeah. And actually, we just won for the third year in a row the Scranton Times Reader's Choice. I know. That Best was real estate company. Yep. So I was really proud of us for that because it means more now that I'm involved. I know. Um, so, than it did before. Yeah. Yeah. And last year, I was like, oh, this is going to be tough, but I called in everyone. I'm like, you got to vote for us. Yeah, everyone that's has how to you vote. win. Yeah. And this year, I said, you know, but we we won again. So three years running, which is awesome. I was super excited, and um, we redecorated the Clark Summit office. So we're mm-hmm. kind of doing. I don't know. It's almost 20 years that we've been in that building. So. The old Ethan Allen building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, no, it was um, Jacob Kurlanchik. And then Ethan Allen. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. It was Kurlanchik. Yeah. I forgot about that. So, um, or was it, who was first? Them and then Ethan Allen? I think or Ethan Allen was first, then okay. it was Kurlanchik. All right. Okay. Because I think it was Kurlanchik <laughs> when she bought it. Um, it's the perfect location because you know what I love about it? As soon as you come from Scranton or Dunmore, yeah. wherever the heck I'm coming from, you go right around the notch and you're right there, baby. It's so well, convenient. It looks awesome in there. Yeah. You, have you been in to see? You I been? Saw, yeah, I was in, but I didn't. I it was still, they were finishing. Finishing, the okay. So there. they didn't finish the back part yet, but if anyone's driving by and they want to come visit me, please stop in. The, and can, that's where I've been, only in the back since yeah. then. I mean, I've been yeah. in there many times, but not to where the r- remodeled area is. Mm-hmm. So we did um the side door is now the front door and that's um a big like kind of welcome area with seating and stuff so if you're coming in for an appointment you can meet your agent and kind of get to know the lay of the land with whatever you're going to look at if you want to do a contract if you're buying a house with one of our agents there's like all these nice new conference room tables to sit at and it's really nice we're gonna get a flat screen tv and kind of make it more um 
you know, homey. Homey, yeah. It is already really homey now. There's couches yeah. everywhere, but um, less of an office, more of a nice place you want to go do some work. And make people feel comfortable because mm-hmm. it's scary. We, you know, we know this. It's yeah. When people, it's a big and it's first time or regardless if it's your first or third, it is always a scary yeah. process. And you want to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I'm really excited. And George Semyon, our resident in-house helper, mm-hmm. interior designer slash man of many talents. He did all the design, so big shout out to him and his friend David. Um, they they uh, spent a week basically running around and getting all this done, and I was so grateful to both of them because otherwise it would have all fallen on me. Uh-huh. And on my, like I, every, everything else, right? I have a lot uh-huh. of talents, but interior design is it's not, not my favorite one. thing. That's all right. You know, I always say to people, if you don't know what to do, please give it to someone who does right. because it's so much better when yeah. someone knows what they're doing. And he has this like really <laughs> kind of cool eclectic taste that sort of got a lot of people like so it's like gonna like you know what i mean it's just like a cool atmosphere now and there mm-hmm. um so you know even if you're you want to come sit on your laptop and look for some houses on our wi-fi stop in have, have a cup of coffee down. with me there yeah. you go all right so tell everyone how they can get in touch with you niche um so you can find me at the newly renovated clark summit office 570-587-9999 or you can go on our website and you send an email over and it's www.era1.com and that's ERA the number one the number one yeah yeah because we're the number one real estate yes, company right. there again. you go Keep playing that up. Okay. All right, Nisha, thank you very much for joining us today. And everyone, have a wonderful weekend. Please um, thank you, I should say, for listening, as always. And uh, be safe and please be nice. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.